Welcome to Happy News Network. We are here to brighten your week while you take a break from doom scrolling. Join us as we discuss our latest happy news finds. A bit about us, Kristen is a Colorado stage manager. And Shayna is a creator and stage manager. Shayna, what's your happy news this week? Uh, I love me some 2000s Disney Channel pop, and I have been on a Spotify kick, and I've got this mega 2000s playlist that started as Disney Channel pop, but now it's got like Avril Lavigne and Jewel and Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and even a little New Kids on the Block because they were technically close enough to the 2000s. Um <laughs> just I've sort of just gone off the deep end and it's this really fun playlist like it's got everything from Lindsay Lohan singing the confessions of a teenage drama queen song to like freaky Friday like I went there so I have this adorable playlist that when I'm having like it's just like a good pick-me-up playlist so love that's my happy news yeah oh that's amazing oh I love yeah what's Um, your happy news Aaron's mom came for a visit for a week. So that was amazing. Love her so much. And we just had this relaxing week where, you know, we were able to do whatever we wanted to do safely, but then also just hanging out and drinking tea at home with the fall weather was just delightful. So that was my, my happy news. That's wonderful. And it's so nice to be able to see people these days. Yeah. And it wasn't usually like trips are rushed because of, you know, got to get back from to work and stuff, but she's recently Mm -hmm. retired. So she spent a whole week here and it was, it was really awesome. It was really great. Congrats to her. Where did she travel from? Um, She lives in Mansfield, Ohio, and she was a pharmacist at a hospital for a very long time and was able to retire this year. So amazing. We love it. Yeah. Oh, good for her. And I'm so glad she got some quality visit time, not just rush. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, you know, even us going to visit Ohio is a quick turnaround because both our families are there. So we have to spend some time with his family and some time with my family. So, so yeah, it was nice to just have a week of relaxation and it wasn't a holiday. So we weren't in that kind of panic, you know, so it was fun. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So tell me about your first news of the week. Yeah. So she, she would love this happy news. She and Aaron actually went to London a few years ago, and this is a London news article. Um, In 2016, more than 2 million Londoners lived in polluted air. And by the end of 2019, that number was reduced from 2 million over 2 million to 119,000. So that's a significant drop in humans living in polluted air. And so the way they've done this is they've limited the amount and the type of vehicles that can be driven in the city center. It's just a few blocks in the very heart of London. And they've created more room for safe walking and cycling and stopped licensing diesel taxis. And they're putting low emission buses on the dirtiest routes. And with just those changes, it was the quickest cleanup that they've seen in 30 years. That's amazing. Flipping wild. And the city is now working. Like it's wild. Like how, like 2 million to to 119,000. 
is crazy. And they're working yeah. on, they're growing the from the city center to cover all of inner London by 2021. So like in a couple months, like that's their goal. And they want to be, yeah. the city wants to be completely carbon neutral by 2030. I can't wait for other cities to catch on and do this. Like I'm thinking New York City, uh, especially while the pandemic has affected how tourism works in the city and like the taxi industry, even though they're primarily hybrids. Now there are so many unofficial New York, I mean, so many yellow caps still, Um, but you want the green caps now because those are the official city ones. But this is a great time for a city like New York to work on its emission situation so that they can phase it back in as the city reopens up for tourism and and other cities around the states too. So (gasps) that's amazing. Yeah, in just four years. So there's definitely something to learn there. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Wow. So I'm also talking about making the environment a better place, Uh, but we're going to go to Zimbabwe There is an all-female anti-poaching team in Africa reshaping conservation. Damien Mander, he's an Australian-Iraq war vet, and he has experience and background in diving and special ops. He has assembled a group of all-female Akashinga rangers through his International Anti-Poaching Foundation, and this group is based in Zimbabwe. So Akashinga means brave ones, and these women... Uh, They're coming from the approach of engaging with the community to change perceptions about wildlife, to focus on saving species by promoting biodiversity. And they are hoping to grow to 1,000 rangers incorporating this special background style training and biodiversity and community engagement uh, program. So there is a National Geographic doc about the behind the scenes of them called Akashinga, the Brave Ones. Yeah, that's on the to watch list. And uh, Damien, the creator, started his organization back in 2009. And he noticed over the years that other industries progressed by having more women in management. And his military experience was mostly with all male teams. So in early 2017, he read this New York Times article about the US Army Rangers training women for deployment. And he took a look around and knew that he wanted to make changes. So during 2009 to 2017, Damien's organization, the International Anti-Poaching Foundation, focused on conserving and doing conservation efforts via militarized tactics that had to escalate because of poacher retaliation. So when he started thinking about how to incorporate women into his organization from a leadership position down, he thought about community engagement and conservation, and he recruited and trained what is the first all-female armed anti-poaching team in Zimbabwe. And they focus specifically, yeah, they focus on targeting trophy (laughs) hunters. So in three years, these women have arrested over 200 people and they've driven an 80% downturn in elephant poaching in lower Zimbabwe in the middle Zambezi Valley. Over 240 women are training for full-time positions with Akashinga and they're scaling their portfolio to be in 20 parks by 2025. It's huge. This is huge. This is a traditionally male-dominated industry and society, and they are focusing on biodiversity and community engagement because you have to protect the animals and the environment. Right. 
And the idea of community engagement is so key. So these women are seeing quality of life improvements in ways they didn't imagine. So part of their training allows them to get driver's license. They have to drive the vehicle. So they have driver's licenses now. They're pursuing educational dreams like bachelor's degrees in science. Yeah, It's amazing. So I just, I wanted to share this, you know, uh, I'm just like, picturing like a lot of Beyonce who runs the world girls playing like that's just like blaring through my brain soundtrack right now and uh it's just remarkable what uh one person has done with his organization and how he decided to revamp it and expand it at the same time I I'm so in love with this whole article yeah wow yeah that's so awesome yes ladies yeah get it yeah and we all can agree that like animals need to be saved and we need to save the environment to support them and to support us. Love it. Yeah. Nearly. Yeah. It. So, so well-rounded that article. Love it. Get it. Um, I have a pup that, a rescue pup that rescues other animals. Are you ready for this? Get this. Okay. Rescue pup Eba, E-B-A, I think Eba, sure. Um, Eba was adopted by Dr. Deborah Gills, a whale researcher at the University of Washington Center for Conservation Biology, which has a program, Conservation Canines. So this Conservation Canines program trains rescue dogs to sniff out, um, for lack of a better word, wildlife scat if, if you will. Um, yeah. Uh, family friendly. Um, so Eba, this dog that was rescued by this doctor, uh, really loved playtime and at a young age learned that playtime was a reward. So Dr. Gills thought that Eba would be a great candidate for this conservation canines program. So after a few weeks of training, Eba could associate the smell of orca scat with playtime. And on her second day on the job, she was able to locate an orca on her own. So nailing it. Um, And they do this, they sniff out the poo to research. And by examining this, they can determine stress levels, of the animal pregnancy and how far along they are in this pregnancy, um, recent meals, and they can detect chemicals and other pollutants that the animal has been in contact with. And because killer whales are endangered, being able to study these factors has led to creating useful policy changes to save the species. So wow, who thought? I think it totally sounds like Eba is a total orca hero. It, and I think it's, it sounds like Reba without the R. So yeah. Eba. Yeah. Love wow. it. So yeah. Eba was rescued and now she is helping an entire species. Amazing. Reba. Eva. Eva without the R. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Let's, yeah. oh, let's, that, that's, that just warms my heart. Like I, I love that other animals are able to help other animals and it's mm-hmm. associated with playtime. Like that's yeah. so fascinating to me. And Dr. Gill said that if the boat ever, because they don't want to disrupt the whales 
with what they're mm-hmm. doing. So they're just like, okay, it's over there. We got it. But sometimes Eva will be like, you passed it. Hello, you pa- go back. <laughs> like pestering the drive, the captain. That the is ship. so cute. <laughs> yeah. She's so intuitive. So my second article, we are into holiday season and uh, let's have a drink to celebrate. So I love supporting small businesses and beverages and uh, Stormalong Cider is an apple cidery based in Massachusetts and they have released an unfiltered Happy Holidays Cider. So their Happy Holiday Cider drink features classic holiday spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, ginger, going to make you feel like you're drinking a baked apple pie with some mold cider it just i can smell it from up the coast and uh storm along was founded in 2014 and they focus on apple quality and character and they age their ciders with a blend of traditional and modern techniques so 10 percent of all their sales will benefit the boston food bank new england's largest hunger relief organization and one of the largest food banks in america And the ciders can be bought in Massachusetts, Connecticut, California, and New Hampshire. So Kristen, you're going to have to drive to California to get this. Um, Willing to travel. Yes. Brendan, you could also go up to like New Hampshire or Massachusetts or Connecticut, two states away. That's equal to what? 17 hours of driving? Oh God. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. That's forever. really quickly about the Boston Food Bank, they work with 600-ish food distribution partners across Eastern Massachusetts, and they provide, their goal is to provide three meals a day to people in need while supporting healthy lives and communities. So drink happy holiday cider. It'll support uh, different food banks across Boston. It'll it'll support the Boston Food Bank, and they, they work with different food distribution across Massachusetts. That's awesome. Oh, way to like yeah. dive into that holiday spirit. Yeah. Right. Are you a cider person or more of a, like an IPA? Uh, whatever. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really great craft, craft beers and beverages here. So all IPA, all cider, I'll, I'll do whatever. Well, how will you know what you like if you don't try it all? So exactly. Yeah, and since I can't have the cider, you're just gonna have to try some for me. Take one for the team. I'll, Thank I'll do you what so I gotta much. do. Uh, my last article. Oh, this is like, this is just silly, and I really love this. Um, so, our neighbors to the north, Canada. There's a sit an anonymous citizen in Calgary that started putting plaques on park benches, and. They all got taken down because they were utter nonsense. Like these, like these plaques were just nonsensical. You know, like the city of Calgary, and I assume all cities like are there to, you know, they put plaques up because it's this is a historical place and this is what happened mm-hmm. on this day in this place. This happened. Um, but that's not really what these were. So I mean, it kind of Aaron and I like to go to museums a lot and we're like history nerds, but our favorite thing to do is make up facts that are utter nonsense. Like (laughs) one time we were at Hyde Park, like home of FDR and loudly, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is the bedroom where Abraham Lincoln and George Washington (laughs) met to discuss World War One. Like it's just nonsense. Like none of those things happened at the same time. (laughs) And that's what these plaques were. Like my favorite, (laughs) my favorite one was, um, Humans first invented fire here, 1903. Like, 
come on, that's not real. So after all these plaques, it is. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) All these plaques were taken down by the city, and citizens were so upset that city officials posted an apology on social media that was kind of along the lines of like, "It's our job to take care of our citizens, but you want these, so here you go," and put them back up. They need like a really whimsical, farcical, like like um like a seal to go with them so you know it's you know completely that it's fake like because right. the moose is there to tell you like the moose right. is the seal or something yeah so that was really hilarious so i think there's like six or seven of these little and they're not like big plaques they're just like little things that are like this bench is dedicated to Kristen. <laughs> like they're really tiny so you have to like want to read it and see it but yeah, I think like I should go do this around the apartment. It's just like put up a plaque that like Lucy napped here 2020. Right. right. This closet has awesome. been vacuumed, established 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's such yeah. a clever idea and like such a nice way to spread like just giggles. Yeah. Just everybody so, needs a giggle. And it's not hurtful. Like none of it is harmful. Like mm-hmm. it's just funny. And if you notice it, you could you just smile. It's cute. So look, we all need to smile. I think that's a fun, yeah. what a fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, uh, you know, I'm a big old Ewan McGregor fan and, uh, uh, he has been featured in a recent documentary writing the Harley Davidson live wire electric motorcycle from Argentina to Los Angeles. And the documentary is called long way up. And this whole rabbit hole we're about to go down is all about EVs, electric vehicles. So if you're in the Pan America region and you want a unique way of traveling, Enel, it's uh, the company's called Enel X, E-N-E-L-X. Uh, they are a company empowering sustainable progress. And they have installed over 200 charging points in South and Central America to make West Coast journeys a reality. So you can literally do that Ewan McGregor road trip because they've now installed charging points for EVs, electronic vehicles. Yeah. Oh my God. So at the moment, right? So uh, at the moment, these hotspots for electronic vehicles in the global market are more China, Europe, North America, but now drivers can go all the way from Los Angeles to Ushuaia. I think that's how it's pronounced or Ushuaia in Southern Argentina. So there's a huge movement to try and expand this market and to popularize EV technology and to progress it. So the Enel X juice box charging points are in 11 Southern and Central American countries, and they take drivers along the Andes mountains, and it's a 13,000 mile route. So they've tried to make it scenic and worth your while if you're going to do this massive journey. Yeah. And uh, just a quick fun fact about Long Way Up the crew uh, for this documentary rode in electric Rivian pickup trucks. So the entire operation became this test for electronic vehicle capacity and function. Yeah. And they have an app and everything. Like you can now manage charging services and track locations via this app. It's called the Juice Pass app. And uh, they utilize clean and cheap energy grids and they're trying to look to expand this latin american market it's currently around four thousand 
electronic vehicles. Oh, Lucy's very excited about this. Yeah, she <laughs> wants to go on this trip. <laughs> yeah, the doorbell just rang and someone delivered her a Juice Pass app. Um, so, <laughs> so the uh, the market is currently around four thousand electronic vehicles, and by twenty twenty five. They're looking to expand to about 43,000 vehicles and plug-in hybrids by using these charging stations. Wow. Bucket yeah. list. And right and as someone who like really loves to travel and hasn't been able to other than flying to and from moving to Florida, uh, which is an experience and adventure in and of itself, I, I, I would love to do this road trip. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I like I I I can't wait to watch this document. I have a lot of documentaries to get watching, mm-hmm. but uh, I just I felt like I had to share it with people. Like, go south yeah. and Central America, but go in LX for taking the the plunge of developing this technology and establishing this uh, chain, this Daisy chain of charging stations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, long way up. I'm excited about watching that. Have you uh, ever been to South or Central America? Nope. Well, now you can knock out like 18 countries in one visit. So ideal. I love it. I love Perfect. checking things off a list. Let's do that. Yes. Yes. So yeah, that rounds out my happy news for the week. If you're craving retail therapy, check out Positive Posts Clothing Co. They have designs to uplift and combat daily negativity. They have everything, apparel, face masks, mugs, magnets, and tote bags. I love their kindness is contagious and reading will take you to New World's campaigns. Enter the code HAPPY at checkout for 15% off your purchase. That's HAPPY in all caps. What are you personally looking forward to? The closer we get to holiday season, the better the treats get at Trader Joe's. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, okay. So I was at Trader Joe's the other week and not holiday themed at all, but I loved me some Oreos and I have not had Oreos in many moons because they are not gluten-free. They're vegan. Trader Joe's evidently, I can't believe I didn't know this. They make Jojo's that are gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So I've got a box and I've put them very high up where I have to get a step stool to get to them because I'm way too lazy to get that step stool. So like I'm either like willing to exert the effort to climb onto the counter and get the cookies or not. And uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been pacing myself and I have like a glass of almond or coconut milk or whatever. And I dunk a few old Jojo's in there and I feel like a kid in a candy shop again. Oh, so I yeah. can't wait to just keep having more treats. I don't know. I like discovering treats that are allergen friendly because the market gets better and better for them each year. So as we well, get more into holiday season, I get to have more treats. And I don't know if they're released yet, but at the holidays, they do JoJo's dunked in chocolate with peppermint on the outside, like peppermint bark JoJo's. Forget about it. Oh, I, there's a protein powder I really like, and they have a chocolate peppermint flavor and it's all, you know, allergen friendly and stuff. I had hurt. I had broken my foot a couple years ago and I was, it was like in the dead of winter. So it was just me and my roommate's dog in the apartment all day while I was in this boot and crutches. So I would make myself comfort hot chocolate by using this protein powder. And I was like, that's not the same. So I can't oh, wait to have crazy. like actual hot chocolate JoJo's. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So good. Done. Do it. Done. So good. I will, I will take a photo and uh, share the different ways that you can enjoy a JoJo with the world. <laughs> 
Love it. Not to make you hungry. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? <laughs> well, mine's food related too. So yeah. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is in a couple weeks and I've been, I know that we're not going anywhere for Thanksgiving. It's just going to be the two of us and we're going to have, it's our favorite holiday and we've never been able to spend it together. Just the two of us. We've always mm-hmm. done other things. So this is a really good excuse. I'll say to like have a home cooked Thanksgiving where we both get to like celebrate our favorite day without the stress and chaos of other people but leading up (laughs) yeah leading up to the holiday I've been like like I made a stuff a homemade stuffing a couple weeks ago that I'm like perfecting my recipes of all these things and I'm gonna make all of them for Thanksgiving so yeah I'm really excited I love a good Thanksgiving yeah (laughs) we love Thanksgiving in my family we used to host it every year and you know it's gonna be a little tiny this year so Listeners, let us know your happy news, names, pictures, family-friendly fun, whatever you're up to. We love it all. Email us at hnnpodcast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at hnnpodcast for happy news throughout the week. Until next time, I'm Kristen. I'm Shayna. Have a happy week. Have a happy week. week.